This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM Dunedin's awesome morning show. Yeah, this time every week we take an opportunity to catch up with the representatives from our local community boards to uh, get some, uh, a taste of what's happening at grassroots level around our communities. And joining us on the line now from West Harbour Community Board, Angela McCurlin. Uh, Angela, Morena, good to have you with us. Morena. Let's uh, catch up first, uh, Ange, about the Albertson Ave uh, Garden. Um, how's that project going? Oh, it's going pretty well, actually. It's um, It's... Um, a board project, but lots of people get involved in um, coming along to help, you know, spread um, bark and, and stuff um, and weed because um, it's been quite a big project, really, um, with fruit trees and um, other plants there. Which, um, yeah, I think it's great that um, it's the sort of thing that anybody can do in their own community if they, um, you know, have an area where they think it could be beautified. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it, when people take um, kind of ownership of, of uh, a, you know, a little patch like that and, you know, if they're long-time residents, they can watch the area grow and develop uh, and perhaps, you know, have take a certain amount of pride in the fact that that's an asset that they've had, you know, an influence on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's quite, quite a quite a good thing also and um, because they planted fruit trees um, as well, um, you know, there'll be something that people can enjoy as well. Um, you know, have a have a pear or um, <laughs> um, an apple or something, um, and that you know has been part of the project. Is there an opportunity for people just to um, to still step up and help out with projects like that? Oh, I think so. Yeah, um, I think um, you know because it's an ongoing thing. Um, when when there's weeding that needs to be done, um, our chairperson um, lets people know what's going on and um, what needs to happen. And, um, and, you know, she'll put a date out and anybody can come along and help. Yeah, look out for those Facebook posts. Uh, it's yeah. probably a good, good way to stay on top of that, eh? Yeah, yeah. Ties in with perhaps um, our next topic to discuss. Let's keep New Zealand beautiful week. I suppose the Albertson Ave project is a good example of how um, a community can identify a project which is uh, you know, going to beautify their neighbourhoods, but there are all sorts of ways people can contribute. Mm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Keep New Zealand Beautiful Week um, is on from the 25th to the 31st of October, and um, Keep Dunedin Beautiful, um, who are the you know, Dunedin group, um, they've got a Facebook page that um, people can check out for um, information of any projects and stuff that are coming up. But also, there's also, this year, um, they've joined an, a sort of an international campaign called Litter Less, um, which is running from the 19th to the 28th of October. <clears throat> and um, that's focusing on people under 25 um, to do seven actions um, around the theme of um, reducing waste and litter over a 10-day period. So going alongside um, Keep New Zealand Beautiful Week, it um, gives you know, younger people an option to do something that um, they can tick off and say, oh, you know, done that, done one of my seven. 
you have projects all around the country for Keep New Zealand Beautiful Week. And uh, if you're at all curious uh, as to what's going on and to what help and resources and ideas might be available, maybe hitting up that website's a good idea, Keep New Zealand Beautiful. Yes, I think so. And also the local um, Keep Dunedin Beautiful um, have a coordinator who's based in council. And um, you can just, you know, ring up and get in touch with them or have a look at their Facebook page as well to see if, the, you know, what projects they've got coming up as part of that and um, get involved, which um, I think is good because it gives people the chance to do something individually as well as um, groups that might go out and do um, a clean-up of a particular area, um, you know, a roadside or a beach or something like that. Let's uh, yeah, let's let's extrapolate that a little further because I know one of the issues um, on the shared pathway, and you know that's changing all the time, and uh, works continuing there just to to can bring these projects to fruition. But while everyone else is getting out and about and enjoying the use of the shared pathways, some aren't taking quite as much responsibility as they should. There's still a bit of an issue with dog poo, right? Oh, absolutely. And um, the thing is that it's everybody's path and anybody in the city can use it. Um, and the thing is, when it is completed, um, it would be nice if people would pick up after their dogs. And um, it just, you know, it's just a simple thing to do. Take a old bread bag with you and um, put it inside out, stick your hand and pick it up and pop it in a bin or take it home. Um, because, you know, there are a lot of people who use the path and... Um, Really, you know, walking on things like dog poo isn't pleasant and it's not something you expect to find, really. No, um, and it doesn't go away in a hurry either. And, no. Uh, and there are a lot of dog owners in the city. I think New Zealand has a, one of the highest rates of dog ownership in the world. Uh, so there's plenty of people out there and it's great that you're getting out and enjoying and taking a walk and getting the mutt outside as well. But just that one extra step you need to take is to yeah. go out prepared to clean up after your dog when you go out and uh, that'll save a lot of grief. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a, there's a group who've got a Facebook page called Poop, um, which was organised by a local woman. And um, they've done two clean-ups, I think. Um, they've done one on the walkway and one on, I think it was around Back Beach as well. But um, they've picked up, um, you know, because like she started by identifying dog poop by spraying it, you know, with highlighting... Um, a fluorescent spray and um, was horrified really of how much there was there and um, just you know and then they had get together so that people could actually help to pick it up which um, was great lots of people turned up and um, you know there's either the responsible dog owners who want to help or the people who don't have a dog um, but I think it's important for people to just take that little bit of responsibility especially um since the new um, section or the last section of the the path is being worked on at the moment and um, it would be a real shame to find once it's completed that there's always dog poo on it. So how is progress with the works there? It's going pretty well actually. Um, They've actually, um, they're putting in a new culvert which has meant that um, 
part of the the road is actually going to be disrupted for, oh, I think it's till about the end of November. So it's down to one lane, and um, they're trying to minimise the disruption to you know motorists as much as they can. But um, it's part of the process of getting things done, and um, they've also started um, the work um, to put the piles in for the. Um, you know, they're the, the having a pass, like where the pass can't actually happen, it's quite a big space, so they're putting in a boardwalk, which will be really cool. Um, you know, you'll see it from the road and there'll be people, once it's in, um, able to cycle on it eventually, which will, you know, be able to be seen clearly from the road, which is great. And, I mean, it's really good, even though people do have to stop um, on the road and wait periodically. There's actually quite a bit going on for them to watch while they're waiting. <laughs> yes, indeed. Mm. Uh, it's an amazing project on both sides of the harbour, in fact. Uh, mm. We're just so fortunate that, uh, well, the finishing line's on the horizon now, really, isn't it? And uh, oh. we're really already starting to reap the benefits of it. Absolutely, and because it's so visual and people can actually see it happening, I think that's a really important thing, you know, and maybe they'll grumble about having to stop and wait um, at the lights and, um, you know, they can actually see what's actually happening and why they're having to stop, um, which I think is quite interesting because it's changing all the time. All right, well, just finally, Angela, um, an update on the West Harbour Community Board's Community Awards. Well, the community awards um, are coming up soon, and it's something that I think you know any community board can do for their community if they you know want to do that. That would be a really good thing, because there's lots of people in your community who um, do stuff, and you know they don't do it to be recognised. They just do it because they see that there's a need or they want to help out. So. Um, the community awards are designed to actually acknowledge those people and recognise the effort that they've made. And um, it may, um, of course, be a COVID victim. We're not sure yet. But um, if it is, we'll obviously um, try and still have it at a later date if it does get cancelled. But um, I think you know it's a really good way that people in the community can be recognised. So are people still able to nominate uh, someone for that? I think the nominations have closed, but, um, yeah. um, You could could be putting good actions and good works in the bank for next year's awards, couldn't you? you, Because this is is the thing, there's great work going on year-round by by members of your community, and it's actions large and small that make a difference. I mean, we heard this morning, didn't we? You were talking about, you know, the community coming together, a few concerned people to, to try and address and highlight the dog poo issue. There's a really good example of some people in the local community doing um, small actions that make a real big difference, and it might just be that it's uh, helping out a next-door neighbour. It might be something much larger than that that benefits more the community as a whole. Uh, it's a great opportunity to take um, a moment to say thank you. You know, we saw last week the SBS Dunedin Volunteer Awards, the inaugural awards celebrating the power of volunteering in the community and of course much of what goes on at community level is all volunteer work too people putting in their their time so yeah, taking a moment to recognise all the local heroes in the community is a good idea, we'll uh, keep our finger on the pulse Angela as to whether you can be able to celebrate that in a public way uh, (laughs) and, uh, and all the best with that um, Angela McKerlin, thanks uh, so much for taking some time to join us here on ORFM's awesome morning show for Round the Boards. We look forward to catching up with the West Harbour Community Board in four weeks' time. Okay, great. 
That was Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM, Dunedin's awesome morning show. For more information about Dunedin's six community boards and contact details, visit the Dunedin City Council website, dunedin.govt.nz or phone 477-4000. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.